Hello Saints, Todd here with SafeguardYourSoul.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are so blessed to have these moments together in the Word of God. And remember, Saints, there's nothing, there's nothing, no thing happening on God's planet that is even remotely as important as the work of the gospel and feeding the sheep of Jesus Christ for whom he died to save so that they can grow in grace, they can be edified, they can be equipped for the work of the ministry according to the scriptures. And let me just guarantee you this one thing, by the grace of God, this outreach will continue to unapologetically endeavor to preach the whole of the word of God, regardless of who gets offended or not, in Jesus' name. And please remember that your prayers and support are vital to this operation. Thank you. Around the end of the year, in December, we see people who decorate their homes with sometimes thousands upon thousands of dollars of lights and decorations and stuff for the Christmas season. And then you got the Halloween and all the fanfare and the money people spend there. But namely, Christmas would more fit in the subject matter that, that I want to talk about for just a few minutes here, friend. I remember 20-something years ago in the small town that I lived in, a, it wasn't that small to medium-sized town actually but the first baptist church in that town put up a eight hundred and fifty thousand dollar bell tower they added that to their church their already lavish church now let me ask you friend how many people do you think will ever be saved or ever have been saved because a certain church organization added a bell tower to their property zero if you guessed zero you're absolutely correct no one is ever going to to be saved by those external type of things. Yet we make excuses as to why we want to collect money to put those kind of things up and why we want to use our own money, God's money that they put in our hands, to waste. And I would call it wasting it on the worship of self. Because who does it bring attention to? It doesn't bring attention to Jesus Christ. It brings attention to us, to our organization or us as an individual. When we deck our house out with all of these Christmas lights and all. So who's that drawing attention to? Well, I'm doing that for the Lord. You are. The Lord wouldn't have you do that. Why do you think you're doing that for the Lord? It has nothing to do with the Lord. Now, if you put something up there that's a scripture, that would be probably different. You see, here's the point, friend. God is going to judge every one of us for our stewardship. And he also doesn't save people on the basis of Christmas lights or so-called church bell towers. Never has, never will. One lady was going to give $25,000 to a dog pound? Are you kidding me? $25,000 claiming to be a Christian, and they have that kind of money to throw throw at a beast compound and not into the gospel. This is unthinkable, friends. The gospel is unfunded by multi-millions of dollars. And God's going to hold us accountable for where we put those treasures that he placed in our hands. And the fact is that no one's going to get saved outside of the word of God. The word of God is what never returns unto him void. That's the only way that people are going to be saved. And you and I need an ever-deepening revelation of the word of God itself. Listen to Isaiah chapter 55. I'm going to begin in verse 6. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. Now, normally we associate that with lost people. Well, he's writing to his own people. And perhaps you and I need to take heed to this, that we need to seek God ourselves, seek his face while there's still time, while he can be found, while he may be found, while he is near. 
because there's coming a day when it will be too late. Verse 7, let the wicked, not the lost, so much as the those that claim to be righteous, let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. He will only abundantly pardon those who are in sin, namely those claiming to be his and maybe previously they were his, but are yet now wicked and unrighteous and therefore the thoughts are unrighteous such as giving money to a dog pound, wasting money on the worship of self in a myriad of ways. Some people spend more money getting suntans or getting their nails done or their hair done than they do given to the work of the Lord. Isn't that interesting and completely corrupt? It sure is. And God will have mercy, but he'll only have mercy if we repent. The Bible says that he that covers his sins will not prosper, but whosoever confesses them and forsakes them. In other words, change your ways. Repent, John the Baptist said, and bring forth fruit, meat for repentance, or fruits and good works, giving, in this case, that demonstrates that you've truly repented. If someone truly repents, their works and their fruit will change. My thoughts, he says in verse 8, for my thoughts, Isaiah 55, 8, for my thoughts, God says, are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. You see, friend, that's why it's so important that we be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind that we may prove or demonstrate what is that good and perfect and acceptable will of God. Now, the only way to do that is to get into God's word and to begin to live it out and realize that is the thoughts of God. In fact, in Psalm 33, 11, the Lord told us that the thoughts of his heart he has communicated to us through his written counsel. The very thoughts of his heart. You see, God's word is the thoughts of, of God. God's word is the will of God. You'll never see him instructing people to give to things that don't further his kingdom in the word of God. You see, some people foolishly think that they have no responsibility as to who or where they give their money, that it's counted as a blessing to God. Really? Well, you might as well give to the satanic society in that case. Worse than that, you give to a false ministry that uses the name of the Lord to draw people and yet does not reflect or does not simply give out the gospel, the word of the Lord, which is the only way people can be saved as we're going to see here in just a moment. Verse 9, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth and maketh it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish. It shall accomplish that which I please, which is what? Salvation. Amen. And it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Verse 12. For ye shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. When? When is it that we're going to be able to go out and live our lives, that is, with joy? joy and be led forth with peace. See, this is the fruit of someone who loves the word of God. I love Psalm 119, which says, verse 165, great peace, not just peace. Here's the fruit of someone who loves the word of God. Great peace have they that love thy law and nothing shall offend them. You see, joy and peace are within the first three fruits, if you will, that are mentioned as the fruit of the spirit. Love, joy, and peace. Love, joy, and peace. Do you love the word of God? If you love the the word of God. If you love the Lord, you love his word. They're inseparable. Also, you have the joy and the peace of God abiding
abiding in your life. When you make God's word first, you don't frivolously or foolishly spend his resources to do anything to give to any organization or individuals or whatever that doesn't put the word of God in the hearts of the people. It's his word that accomplishes his will in the hearts of men. It's his word that will never return unto him for it, but will always accomplish that for which he sends it, which is what? Salvation, the salvation of souls. That's why Jesus came, to seek and to save that which was lost. Okay, First Peter chapter 1, beginning at verse 23 through 25. First Peter chapter 1, verse 23 says, being born again. Hallelujah, there it is. How many people know that you cannot enter into the kingdom of God here on earth or eternally unless you're born again? You must be born from above. I encourage you to get a copy, or actually several copies of the book called Born Again. God has a new life for you today. Hallelujah. It's a small book, only 56 pages, 4 by 6 format, beautifully done in glossy color and great cover design, large font on the inside. It's probably the best tool I've ever seen to win souls to Jesus. We are seeing many people come to Christ. I normally personally hand them out with a track inside of them. I hand place those into the hands of those God quickens to me that really are hungry to be saved. And we have seen several people get saved already, and the book hasn't even been out very long. I believe it's a product of the Lord in this last day to help us to communicate the biblical truth to people about being born again, synonymous with being regenerated or born from above or made a new creature in Christ, which are all biblical terms pointing to the same experience where God regenerates someone and brings them into his kingdom. So he says in 1 Peter 2.23, how does this happen? Well, let's find out how this happens in the divine economy. Being born again, how did he get born again? Here it is. Not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word, by the word, by the word of God, which liveth, it's alive, and abideth forever. See, the only way people are going to be born again is by the word of God, beloved. They're not going to be born again because you put some decoration on your home or because you set up a billboard that doesn't have scripture on it. What a waste. I see billboards of Christian people or people that think they're Christians that don't even have scripture on it as if we're wiser than God. Wow, we must repent, folks. The Bible tells us in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6, trust in the Lord, not yourself or your own foolish wisdom. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not, lean not to thine own understanding and all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Only God can direct your paths into the perfect will of God and that only happens as you trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. We're not wiser than God. He's all wise, the Bible says, and his word is all powerful. He told Ezekiel, quote, speak with my words under them. Speak with my words under them. Use the word of God, friend. Use tools that have the word of God in them to communicate the word of God. And then you've done what God has called you to do. Okay, then you will be able to come forth with peace and joy, according to Isaiah 55, when you communicate the word of God, which always accomplishes that for which he sends it, ultimately being the salvation of lost souls. Nothing else is going to do it. A bell tower outside your church building or lights decorating with pagan Santa Claus or Easter garb is not going to win anyone to Christ. It's time to repent of this kind of stuff and rid ourselves of our own thoughts and words and get in the Word of God and do the Word of God, including communicating the incorruptible seed of the truth of the Word of God, which ever liveth and abideth forever. It liveth and abideth forever. And that's how people are born again, according to 1 Peter 1.23. That's the only way people can be born again. Verse 24, for all flesh
flashes as grass, and all the glory of man as the flower of grass, the grass withereth, and the flower thereof falleth away. But the word of the Lord, the written word of the Lord, endureth forever. And this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. That's what we're called to do. We're called to preach or communicate the gospel of Jesus Christ. I love what the Apostle Paul said in Romans 1. He said, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is, it is, it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. For therein, that is in the gospel, is the good news through the word of God, contained in the word of God. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Amen. And faith cometh by how? By hearing and hearing by the word of God. Let's finish with James chapter 1 verse 18 says, Of his own will begot he us. That's how we were born again. In other words, with the word of truth that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. We're begotten or brought to God through the word of God. Once again, we see that in the book of Acts over and over. We see that the early church ceased not to teach and to preach Jesus Christ. And it says, quote, they preached the word, unquote. It also says in the gospels that Jesus preached the word, quote, unquote. Second Timothy 4, 2, preach the word, be in sin and season and out of season, reprove, rebuke, and exhort with all longsuffering and doctrine. And how about Psalm chapter 19, verse 7, the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony, that's the written word of the Lord, is sure, making wise the simple. Again, Psalm 19, verse 7, the law, the word of the Lord, is perfect, converting the soul. God bless you, friend. Remember that doing the will of God when we're communicating His word and not some other thing that we think is going to win people to Christ or influence them, like dressing up to go to church or acting religious or these things. No, you got to get the word of God in people's hearts. And that's the message here that I believe the Holy Spirit wants to put his finger on. You're not doing anything for the Lord, much of anything, unless you're actually communicating the word of God into the hearts of men so that they can be convicted, brought to repentance and faith in Jesus Christ. God bless you, friend. And feel free to avail yourself to the many resources at safeguardyoursoul.com. Well, brothers and sisters, it's been a blessing to spend these moments with you in the Word of God. And remember, there's hundreds of more Christ-centered, scripture-rich, edifying podcasts on safeguardyoursoul.com forward slash audios. There's also a store page with several many books on there for your edification in Christ. They're all scripture-rich and Christ-centered. Also, tens of thousands of saints and sinners are being reached every month, and your prayers are coveted for the fruitfulness and supply of this outreach. God be praised, by the way, for those who are supporting. And feel free to visit our donate page on the site, and you can use your debit card, PayPal, or Patreon, and you can become a monthly sustaining member if you choose to do so, and a gift of any amount is so appreciated. Part of this outreach is to equip and supply other ministering disciples across our great country and all over the world. And may God be praised that there's fruitfulness happening among his people and through his beloved saints as we know that the return of our Lord Jesus Christ draws nigh. And we say together in the words of Revelation 22, even so, come Lord Jesus. Amen.